Hello guys, welcome back to MashaAllah Sisters. I'm your host, Hala Anno. Thank you so much for coming back every month and listening. And I hope you can share with your friends. Storytelling is very powerful and it's changed my life, you know. Like, I love reading autobiographies. I've been reading a lot. I've had an autobiography kick and I just enjoy reading about other people's lives and like what they've went through and like how they navigated it. And like, because like, I'm in my 20s and like, being in your 20s is very, very hard, like, figuring yourself out, like, there's no book that anybody can give you that can tell you, like, what to do, you know, once, like, you finish high school or once you finish college, like, you have to figure out, like, what you're gonna do for the next, like, 50 or 60 years of your life, and it's really, really scary, um, and, like, stories, like, listening to people talk about, like, what they chose to do, what, which paths they chose, and what decisions they made, and, like, it's so interesting, because it helps me make better decisions about my life, or, and in my life, so, like, I'm so great, thankful and grateful that you choose to listen to this, and give us platforms, and allow us to have a voice, like, my ultimate goal is to, like, increase the, the amount of smile two women voices that we, like, see and hear in the digital space, because it's really important, like, there's representations everywhere, and like this is another form that needs to be seen and like i'm really grateful so thank you all so much for coming in every every month and listening and this is a very special episode i invited her name is hala (laughs) very similar to mine um and we just came on and we talked about like how we changed our relationship with our with our parents through our our through our faith you know like she went through this transformation you know like she um loves loves islam um and is learning is in the scriptures and learning more about Allah and um and we, I talked about how I have grown spiritually as well um and it's been it was just really nice to see how like we use our faith both of us um through our faith was able to change our relationship with our parents which like changed our relationship with our, our all the members in our family and we live happier lives because of it have the best relationships with our with our siblings that we could ever dream of you know uh, and it was it was an amazing episode and I loved having her on I wanted to release it before Ramadan so you guys can like you know listen listen to it after you had your iftar with your, with your um, family um just a little a little treat you know as a reminder while, while going through ramadan to like and we're doing these reflections and like growing our iman and growing our faith you know i i hope that you can listen to this episode and think more deeply about your relationship with your parents and your siblings and the relationships around you and like how your relationship with your parents has impacted your other relationships you know and like how you could maybe like like change it if it's not as favorable to you know like i hope hearing our stories and how and the lengths that we went like have this and like the kind of happiness that we received i hope like that influences you to do more deep reflections or ramadan and like grow your iman while also growing your relationships right (laughs) i'm so excited to have you because it's a very special topic for me um, and one that I'm very proud of because, like, I feel like it's so hard working with Bantu parents. And when you, like, when you figure it out, like, <laughs> I feel like a whole new world opens for you, you know? You correct the <laughs> impossible code. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's why I'm very, very excited. So you can go ahead and introduce yourself and we can get started. Okay. Hi, I'm Hao Arbo Muhammad, but I go by Hao Arbo because it's just less common than Hao Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> I am the fifth child of 10, alhamdulillah. I have six, yeah. (laughs) There's six girls and four boys. Wow. And alhamdulillah, I fall in the middle. So I have like, you know, older siblings, younger younger siblings. So it works out for me. So are you close with your families? Your siblings, are you close with them? Yes, I'm really close to them, especially since I moved out. I moved out 
two years ago. I was like two years ago too. <laughs> yeah, I know. We talked um uh, briefly before. And you said you moved out with your sister. I'm like, I moved out with my sister. I was- <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, like oh the, the name wasn't enough. We have the same life. <laughs> But no, alhamdulillah, I do have a um, close relationship with my siblings. And I think it took me moving out to really build that relationship. Because I feel like something that's common amongst, like, um, immigrant daughters, like, when you're in a household, especially with, like, younger siblings, you almost become, like, a second parent. Or just, like, really involved in your, but not as a sibling. So moving out, I was able to have that brother-sister, you know, sister-sister connection with them. And I'm just, like, so, so grateful. Because, like, um, well, I'll talk about this a little bit more later on. But because, like, when I used to live in, you know, my parents' house, I never, we never said, like, oh, I love you and stuff. But now, mm-hmm. every time I see it, I'm like, I love you. Say it back. And they're like, Me too. I love you. <laughs> Me too. Every time. Like, every time we leave, I'm like, I love you. I love you. On the phone, I love you. I love Me too. Oh, my God. It's like, now I can't just get it out of my mouth. It's like, I love you. <laughs> I love, no, yeah, I love super that. Close. So, how's your relationship with your mother? Alhamdulillah, I my relationship with my well, the, my relationship with my parents is kind of the same. Is mm. I don't want to say platonic, but like we don't have a close relationship. I'm definitely closer to my mother than my father, but I just feel like that's a given with mothers. <laughs> yeah, but Alhamdulillah, like I said, the moving out um definitely helped my relationship not only with my siblings but especially with my parents. Not that I had a terrible relationship with them, but it just wasn't. The relationship I was expecting I feel like I had put them like I put, had expectations on them that they couldn't meet so mm-hmm. I like not, disappointed myself in a way that I broke my own heart so dramatic mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like um yeah like I put expectations on them that they couldn't meet therefore I like I had a reality check really quickly so when I moved out and like those expectations weren't on them anymore I was able to understand them and understand myself and what I expect from them and what I was able to provide for them. Because, you know, love is a two-way street, especially when you're, like, you know, mother-daughter, mother-father. So, yeah. Like, I wouldn't say we're best friends, but I do have a closer relationship with them now that I'm not, you know, living under their roof. What made you move out? I just had to. Like, it's something I've always wanted. I feel like I was always very independent. Maybe it's the middle child in me. <laughs> because they always say like the middle child is a forgotten child like I feel like you have to be independent and I just always grew up that way so like even when I was um like in a everything and then like when I was 16 I got a job and then when I got a job I bought a car and then I was just always like saving and then I was like so what's the next thing mm. and then after high school when, when I was coming like my senior I was deciding you know between school and I was already working and I'm not like um career oriented I didn't have anything I wanted to pursue right away Mm-hmm. And then I didn't want to go into college undecided. And I kind of couldn't because I graduated with um 20 college credits. So I couldn't go in undecided. I had to figure out what I wanted. And I didn't know. Wow. So I was just like, you know, I'm not going to go. So I just continued working. And once I bought my car, I was like, what's the next step? I'm like, I want to move out. I want my own freedom. I want to not be dependent on. And also, I didn't want to be codependent, even though I kind of still am. <laughs> I just felt like I had to for my own personal growth. I feel like there's only so much you can accomplish when you're still like, you know, living with your parents and still helping with the kids and just doing, living for someone else. I wanted to live for myself. So that was like very detrimental for my growth. Mm, that makes any sense. Right? For your parents. Yeah. What was those expectations when you were growing up? I wanted my dad to go to the father-daughter dance with me. <laughs> no way. He's like, you don't know what a father-daughter dance is? I'm like, how do I tell my dad, like, they're doing this and all the, you know, Adan kids are bringing their dad, you know, they're having, like, brunch with moms. And then, like, my parents are providers, you know, they had work, so they couldn't be there. And I kind of compared my relationship with my parents to, like, the Mm -hmm. kids at school and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So when we're going on field trips and their parents would come chaperone, I'm like, well, how come my parents can't come in chaperone? They don't even speak English. How? Who are they gonna help? <laughs> I put them on this like pedestal, and I, they didn't like they couldn't meet those expectations, and that kind of made me distant. Mm. And like something I really like um really got into after like you know moving on, everything was like love language and really understanding what that meant. Mm. And like my love language, like with all my relationships, like parents, friends, like all relationships, like quality time. I wasn't doing that with my parents. You know, we weren't kicking it, we weren't hanging out, doing these things I saw other kids doing with their parents. Mm-hmm. And then when we were when we were in the house, you know, I was always playing with the siblings. I was always outside. When I talked to my parents, it was maybe for like five minutes. You know, we weren't talking about school and stuff like that because we didn't have that relationship. Mm. And I kind of like blamed them for a while like kind of no, I don't want to say I resented them but I'm like so how come you guys can't be the parents I imagined you guys to be you know yeah yeah and then what I grew to learn is that people can only love you to the extent that they love themselves or they they have been loved because I'm like my dad wasn't taken to the um father not to father daughter oh my gosh <laughs> he wasn't having brunch with moms and his mom and doing all these things you know no yeah. one's chaperoning his field trip in Africa so they don't understand these type of things, especially being new to America, because we came in like 05. So we were like in um school right away. And that's when I was mm-hmm. exposed to these things that I automatically expected my parents to be able to do what other parents were doing. Mm-hmm. Events like led to you like having this revelation that like they can only love you to the extent that they, they can love themselves or they were taught to love themselves. Because I've like having those experiences and, you know, having that expectation after a certain while, I was just like, not that my parents didn't love me, but because they couldn't love me in the way that I wanted to be loved, I didn't feel loved. But I understood they loved me because I'm like, they're my parents, you know, they have to love me, you know? They provide for me and all this type of things, you know? So I'm like, they love me, but I didn't feel loved because, you know, we weren't hanging out. And then, like, another love language of mine is, like, words of affirmation. I wasn't being told, yeah. you know, I love you every day and stuff like that. So in my head, I'm just like, dang, you know? Like, I'm not loved. Mm-hmm. But no one did love me. Like, when I was talking about, like, the love languages thing and, like, understanding that now, looking back, I see, like, my um, dad's love language is probably um, gift giving because he'd, like, always, like, when we're sad or yeah. something, he'd always gift us. Or, like, when we go to the store, he'd always gift. He knows we like pistachios. So he'd always, just, like, hand us the back of pistachios be like, here. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, the little things, like, my mom, her just, like, act of service. I feel like yeah, all people have that's how my parents are too. Yeah. And sometimes the way that you love isn't the way that um you want love too. Because like um because like my quality mine was like quality time. I obviously want to spend time with people I love and I want that from them too. But like yeah. my thing is like acts of service. I do things for people I love. But when people do things for me, I don't associate to love. I don't know why. I'm just like <laughs> I'm like, you're doing it because you have to, or like like mm-hmm. what are you gonna not do it so when my parents were doing things like that for me i didn't associate it with love i'm just like oh they're doing mm-hmm. things because they have to even though i would do things because i love people you know because mm-hmm. i love you i'm gonna you know get that for you because i love you i'm gonna make sure you're not stressing about this certain thing but when they did it for me i didn't see it as love mm-hmm. so that kind of like fed into that whole idea i already had of like you know my parents don't love me or like i don't feel loved Mm-hmm. I'm not realizing that too now because for me I'm like my dad is my dad his love language is um gift giving because whenever we would cry he would like give us things he would always buy us things he would always like stop crying like uh like I'll buy you this like for me I, I didn't understand I didn't see that as a love language until now like because I for me when I look back I was always like like why didn't he like like whenever when, when we were crying like why can't he sit down with us and, and talk to us and ask us why we we're crying why did he have to like shut us down and like give us these things but it's not because yeah like he well one thing he doesn't know how to like hold space emotionally because like that's uncomfortable for him because he wasn't taught to do that well one yeah. and then two, like 
for him it's like oh my god these are, they're crying like if i was crying and like uh, and I, I, I want like to be full love like i probably I, I probably want somebody to buy me something and like that's probably how he like he shows his love like he's like my, my kids are crying i want to show that, that i love them and i'll get i'll give them a gift like i didn't realize that like it, it didn't it didn't click to me until now yeah <laughs> like, and it's like little I'm, things like that too yeah like so i'm deep in thought here like thinking like oh my god that's so true that's <laughs> how my parents are i'm having this revelation now girl <laughs> yeah and it took me like being away to realize that because like I didn't really pay attention to things like that too like even like with my dad like if you like eating something and you mention you like it a day later there's like three boxes you yeah, know what I'm saying that's, that's how my parents <laughs> are too oh my and then it's just like subtly and then like I don't think anything of it you know because I'm just like oh more because I like this but it's yeah. like because because the love he has for me he sees that I enjoy this he wants you know to recreate that feeling so he buys more of me you know what I'm saying but I didn't really yeah. pay attention to it and I just kept feeding myself that narrative which yeah. made it harder for our relationship to grow i feel like i was in the same position too like i always like i was i even went as far as going to therapy because i just felt like my parents like didn't love me because they didn't love me the way that i wanted i wanted them to like i was a very sensitive kid like i i'm very like i i internalize things a lot like i, I i'm just really sensitive um so my parents were like kind of raised me to be like this quiet obedient like older sisters like they never really gave space for me to like be a child i never really was able to be a child so i always resented my parents for it and i've always resented my parents for like not loving me the way that I wanted them to like to not treat me like a kid like not allowing me to be a kid um and like now I'm looking back like <clears throat> like my parents like really really did love me like 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 you also said like you were very independent and I was very independent I like did everything um and because I was in my parents so much like I did things like I worked so hard in high school so like I can like get a scholarship um a full ride scholarship to go to college which I did so I can be away from my parents like my whole life I just wanted to be away from my parents because I was like oh my god like I, my parents don't love me like they, they don't like me oh my god like they, they traumatize me you know all of yeah. that now realize that like my parents like my parents really love their kids like yeah like never having those emotional needs met as a child causes mm -hmm. you to grow up with like avoidant personality that's kind of what I thought of when you said like you know you went to college just to get away mm -hmm. and then we would like um love language you also have like toxic traits related to them like if your um love language like words of affirmation you go silent and like you know mm. defensive or like quality time you isolate or acts of service you don't ask for help mm. and yeah it just really takes understand understanding <laughs> how you love and what kind of love you want to know when you're not being given it and to understand because like we expect people to love us in the way we want to be loved because that's how we want it. But we don't understand that not everyone is the same. Yeah. Wow. And then, like, I also had to think, like, do my parents feel loved by me? <laughs> because I'm like, what is their love language? Like, how do they um perceive love? Mm -hmm. So it's like, is it when we do the things for them, like, you know, cook or clean or, you yeah. know, stuff around the house, they see that as love? Or is it when we spend time with them you know but mm -hmm. because we're both avoidant of each other are we neglect do we feel like neglected at the same time like that makes sense so how, how did you navigate that i'm navigating it now like it took me like for this whole like revelation thing it took me getting closer to my dean to really understand like being getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when i was learning about islam they always mention you know relationship with your parents and stuff yeah. and i never had like a close relationship with my parents and then i just started asking myself why that is you know and i always went back to oh because they, they didn't love me in a way that i wanted to be loved i'm like well how do you want to be loved and how do you know i started asking myself all these questions and i started wow. learning about like love languages and what it means and all that type of stuff and that's when i just started thinking back and reflecting and i'm like so is this what love was for them you know what i'm saying and every, because everyone perceives it so differently it's like yeah, yeah i feel this way but maybe my sister that's only your part for me doesn't feel this way you know wow so like i, I what, what things are you doing now to like kind of like 
change the dynamic with your parents the physical physical touch was one because like i always like um now i like hug my mom and all that type of stuff and i did never had that i was closer to my mom than i was with my father so now i'm like if i hug my mom i'll like hug my dad <laughs> and it was like it was like super awkward like the first few times i did it because like i never did i'm just like hey dad here's a hug <laughs> but then i'm like so i'm like I tried that out. I'm like, physical touch isn't for me. So I'm just not going to do it. We're going to have to show love in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the whole quality time, you know, we'll go over on the weekends and or, like bringing like card games and stuff, especially since Ramadan is coming up too. Yeah. Like, even, like stuff like that, like playing like Turup and stuff. Turup, with your yeah. Parents. Yeah. And it's just, like, that's that quality time that's outside of like, well, I guess that is like, you know, child parent relationship that's not the type of relationship that i experienced really growing up so building those relationships now definitely helps i'm not now that i understand i'm not resentful for like you know time loss and i don't want to be like now i don't want you to be like oh like i love you or like hugging me constantly because i'm accepted i accepted that and yeah and it's not like um how i felt as a child could be undone i needed to feel that way to understand now but i don't want that love now (laughs) it's like we're good we're good you know it just took me understanding and learning that because i feel like most of it was just in my head you know Mm, yeah it's always in our head no that's so true like i didn't think that i would would have ever gotten to this point of like accepting my parents either like like all throughout college like i I was like i went to college for four years and like all throughout i just wanted to get away from my parents and like i resented my parents so much until i realized i was like wow like I'm, i don't know why i like built up my parents to be these terrible human beings like yeah they're not really, they're not really this I, I, and the reason why i built them up to be these terrible human beings is because it was, a, it was something that i had when i was a kid like i still had the the, the, the mindset that i had when i was a child so when i'm adult now like um I was, that i have with my parents was like the same as i had when, when i was a kid like it didn't it didn't, and it didn't stop until like i had like i started realizing like started like forgiving my parents like having more grace for them and like understanding learning to understand their situation and learning to understand them and like and like even asking the hard questions that you were asking yourself about like my, my, my parents don't really hate me like if they hate me like i wouldn't be in this situation you know like yeah it's just it's just a different like a difference in communication like a difference in culture um and like and, lear- and learning to accept that and like now like i'm like and my, my mom like um our relationship kind of changed now and she's always like telling me to like call her and like this and that like building a new relationship with her like as an adult and like kind of like building up building those boundaries and like but like like because I, I want to build that relationship with her because like i don't like i don't, I don't want to see my parents as how i used to see them when, when i was a kid like i'm not a kid anymore yeah. and like and I, and I care about my parents like i love my parents a lot like and i, and I want to have that relationship with them so like when i do have a family create my family in the in the future like i want my parents to have that relationship with my my with my kids you know like like i want yeah. that i want that and i want to make do that work because i want that you know um yeah and like and i, I just want to get rid of that that idea that like my parents are terrible people because they're not like they did what they could do they're really yeah. good people um and it's just learning understanding them um and just like learning and like kind of getting rid of like the ideas that i had when i was a kid because now i'm an adult like i don't have an excuse anymore like I am an adult now. I have to, like, I have to do something different, you know? And, like, I'm really happy that I was able to, like, kind of accept it and, like, forgive them because I, I honestly didn't think that I would ever get to this point. When I was going through that hurt, I didn't think that I would ever get to this point. And I don't know what happened, but something just came up over me and I just, like, forgave them. Like, all that resentment, all that, like, like that, that, that hurt, like, just, like, went away. And, like, now I, I'm just very, like, neutral with my parents. Like, 
Yeah. I, 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 I like appreciate them. Like, you know, like it's, everything's different now. Once I got closer, you know, to my, to my faith. Yeah. Like, and it, it's crazy because it took me, you know, getting closer to Islam to really start questioning yeah. and like, you know, redefining relationships and what love means. And it took me like researching and having access to the internet and all this type of stuff. But like, I have to think like my parents don't have that, you know? Mm-hmm. they don't understand what love languages is and they didn't have that with their parents so me expecting that of them it's like they only know how to love the way they've been loved maybe they're dealing with the same things i'm dealing with you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it really gave that thought yeah. like up until pretty recently yeah that's crazy. that's crazy me too <laughs> and i'm like i'm really glad too like i'm really really happy like i'm so like, i'm so grateful that i was able to do that you know like yeah because, like, when people don't like handle their like childhood trauma and like kind of hold other people responsible for it. Like, like there, there are people like that like that go on in the world like holding like their hurt on their sleeve because like their parents like didn't like show them how to love like didn't love them the way that they wanted to be loved that they can hurt other yeah. people you know like there are people who go on with their lives continue to justify it and they'll justify it until they die you know and, I'm just, like, and then really, they really pass grateful. it down too that's like yeah like if you don't heal from it you're gonna have that same kid people don't understand like how how much like your relationship with your parents like impacts so many things in your life you know. Um, uh-huh. and I'm just so grateful, like that, like, like that. All that changed for me. Like, I'm just so freaking grateful because it helped. And like another thing, when you mentioned, like, you know, forgiving them, I just thought of you know, like, I keep going back to like, you know, when I started like embracing Islam and learning about it more. Like, I learned that you forgive people not for them but for yourself. You know, because yeah. when you hold grudges against people, like, it doesn't affect that person as much as it affects you because you don't know how it affects them, but you're mm-hmm. affected by holding that grudge. Mm-hmm. And like, once you forgive someone. Even if um they don't forgive themselves or whatever the situation is with them, once you forgive them, that burden, that way is mm-hmm. and you can move forward, whether that's with mm-hmm. or without, you know, those people. And like I'll always like, you know, like preach, you know, like, you know, building that relationship with your parents, forgiving all the type of stuff, you know, if it's good for you. But then again, it's like it depends on your relationship with your parents. If your parents are completely abusive and just yeah terrible people i'm not gonna say oh go give them a hug you know what i'm saying but you have to know you have to know that relationship with your parents i'm able to do that with my parents because i didn't have it like you know super terrible with them growing up you know what i'm saying it could have definitely been better you know parenting could have been different i could have been um more aware or you know just like self-conscious but mm-hmm. like alhamdulillah now i'm able to look back and just see things differently but that's because my relationship with them wasn't super terrible yeah no i agree like like my, no, you're right. Like, cause for me, like I, I see all over like in, like social media, people being like, like I don't have to forgive you to like move on. And it's like, like forgiveness is not for the other person. Like forgiveness yeah. is for yourself. Because like if you're if you don't forgive and you you hold on to that, it can impact so many other th- things in your life. Like like forgiveness is for you. Like you don't want to hold on to that luggage. I'm, I'm really grateful that I'm able. I know how to forgive and move on. Like it just it makes life so much easier and so much. Like it just it does. And I agree. Yeah. Like it's like. For me, like, uh, like my my relationship with my parents wasn't as terrible. Like, it was an abusive situation. Like, so I'm able to forgive them. Like, for me, it was just a lot of like misunderstanding and like cult, like miscommunication, um, and not understanding yeah. each other. That's where my my thing was. For other people, if it's like abuse, I get it. Like, I understand. But for me, it was just like le- understanding, learning, um, and then forgiving. Yeah, and understanding can look so different. Like, even though now, like, I'm understanding my parents, I don't want to be best friends with them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, like, I love you. Like I love you guys, and I can tell you guys that now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that doesn't mean we need to be best friends. <laughs> this distance is what helps. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like seeing you every day. I don't know if I would feel that same way, but you know this weekend <laughs> stuff. It's working for us. <laughs> 
when yeah. we go home that often either. I go there during the weekends because I'm obsessed with my younger siblings and I get to see them every weekend. No, same. Um, <laughs> I like FaceTime every day. I'm like, so, so what's new that like we talked yesterday? I'm like, yeah, but what happened today? <laughs> oh no, I love I love my siblings so much. My younger siblings, ah, uh, they're, they're my world. They're my life. I I'll do anything for them. Me too, honestly. <laughs> it's funny how like um. Honestly, see, it as like a test from us upon as well. Like, it tests, you get tested in so many different ways. Sometimes we don't realize what tests are until we kind of pass them, you know what I'm saying? Because if you fail a test, you don't really realize. But until like, you learn and grow from something. And it's like, even through that test with my parents, I'm like so grateful that I had my siblings too. Because I don't know if I was the only child, if I would be able to, you know, yeah. grow in the way that I did. And I'm just like so, so grateful for like every single one of my siblings. Oh, wow. No, that's so true. How, how did your relationship with your siblings like impact that? Because for me, like, when you're a kid, like, when your parents, do, like some, anything wrong like you like build up in your head like like the most the, the, the most horrible thing that could happen to you like you kind of like personalize like take it take it to offense but like with yeah. my, my siblings like we at least kind of laugh about the things that, the, that my parents say and do that like we're hurtful in that moment but we just like kind of laugh it off like because it happened to the, all of us you know make light of it and then so we can move on and forgive you know how did how was yours i was able to see things from nine other perspectives <laughs> Because, like, while I'm over here, like, obsessing over, like, what could have been, what should have been, they, you know, they experience their relationships differently. Mm -hmm. I'm over here thinking, like, my love language I mentioned was, like, quality time. I'm just thinking about, you know, the time that the things we aren't doing with my parents and their love language is different. You know, maybe there's, like, physical touch and there's, like, you know, the hugs and all that other stuff. So when I'm talking about things like, you know, the daddy-daughter doing from, like, the fourth grade, my sister's, like, some wait, you lie. And I'm just, like, <laughs> okay. Like, it kind of just, like, makes me, like, you know, rethink and then like why do I want to go to this thing and you know like stuff like that too and also like you know the joking thing like mm -hmm. one thing about me I love joking about my traumas I probably shouldn't just like the coping mechanism <laughs> me too so, me too so we'd always too. just like joke about certain things it was just like lighten the situation and make it not so serious you know what I'm saying yeah because when it's just you it's so easy to get lost in your thoughts and just like mm -hmm. in that cloud of negativity mm -hmm. and I think I did do that a lot so once I you know you know, talk to my um, siblings about certain situations. After that talk, I don't even really care about it anymore. Yeah, and that's why I think I think that's why I'm, I was I was able to like forgive my parents like so easily and like not hold on to all those things like because of those of those conversations that I have with my siblings. Like, no, I agree. Wow. Yeah, they're like a breath of fresh air. Like, I'm yeah. so so grateful. Oh, bless all our siblings. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow. And it's like it was interesting to talk to them. Like, you know, especially after growing up and just like really reflecting because like certain things that I you know kind of just like looked over and like you know stuck with them and like you know vice versa mm -hmm. like certain things that really really had an effect on me didn't really affect them so it was just like different perspectives and just like things like that so having my sibling just made me really you know see things differently in the house it was more like joking we didn't we didn't really get super serious until we moved out you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. at least for me because I was never like I said I was always super independent I always had to be but like I had to be strong. I always had this wall up. So I was never super vulnerable with them, even with myself. It me took too. me growing up and growing up like alone and separately. I was able to become vulnerable and like my heart softened. And then I was able to start crying about certain things because I didn't before. You know, I didn't realize things had effects on me until I moved out. I'm like, wait, that actually was really sad. <laughs> oh my God, me too. Me too. Oh my God. That's yeah, it was like really like understanding. Cause I mentioned to you, like, you know, I was like working on like finding myself journey and all that and it took me some months and like I had a lot to unpack and then pack again mm. because I was like holding on to so much that didn't need to be held on to yeah like, things but 
I feel like I just had a tendency to just like brush things over my head. I'm like, Sam, that's not important. That's not important. That's not important. You know, there's more important things in life. There's, it could be worse. It could be worse. But like even little things like need your attention so you can move past it. Throwing it over your head just puts that weight on your back. And I didn't yeah. really realize that How until I, I moved out. Because like for, for us too, me, my siblings, like I, I was raised in a household full of like five sisters, like a, a household full of like girls, like females, and like not, not. And then none of us like cried in front of each other. None of us were like able to talk about like even when we were, when all of us were getting bullied. Like every single one of my parents, my siblings, and I got bullied, and none of us even talked about it. Like mm-hmm. that's how sad it is. And like whenever we would cry, like we would turn around because we all shared beds, so we would turn around and just cry in silence. Like <laughs> that is so sad. And like it wasn't until like I moved out and I was like like I'm the I'm the oldest sister. Like and I and I want my my siblings to like be able to like. Like tell me what like, anything and like not feel embarrassed about it. like I would never want to them to be in a, I would never want to put them in a position where like they can't tell me anything or like like have to feel so shameful about telling me things or feel so embarrassed like like I I went through bullying like I don't I have no issues talking about that like we all get bullied like yeah being called an African booty scratcher you know man <laughs> it's like you yeah. never caught me doing that what are you talking about. <laughs> Like it's not that it's not it, we because like all of us like because all of us got bullied like we all hung on to it like we all like like took it so personal like oh my god like I'm so, I'm such a like freak like, I'm so like I'm like this for for going through this but it's like we all went through it like we started we all like like it wasn't until this year we talked about it and started laughing about it like yeah we got bullied like it's not that serious like it was serious yeah. in the moment but like we're adults now that can't impact us anymore and like it's funny we can laugh about it now and like I want that's my what I'm saying like it added flavor to my character. <laughs> It's a personality trait at this point. Oh my god! But yeah, like I just like I I just wanted my siblings to like never like hold on to things, like never feel like they can't be emotional, be vulnerable. Like I want them to like be able to do that, so they can so they can let go and like be happy, healthy kids, you know. Um, It wasn't until we moved out, until we like we were able to talk about those things. Um, it it was just really nice. No, I agree. Moving out helped a lot because like comparison is the thief of all joy. Because I always catch myself comparing my relationship with other people's relationship, but I don't know what their life is like, you know, behind closed doors. Yeah. I mean, whenever I would see like a video with like um Somali Bantus or like Somalis, like, you know, having this close tight relationship with their parents, I'm like, I didn't have that. Like, mm-hmm. what did they have that I don't? And I'm honestly so glad that I didn't have that because I wouldn't be where I am today or have mm-hmm. like the patience or like the strength mm-hmm. because I feel like I've grown so much because I didn't have that. And I feel like yeah. I keep saying it's so dramatic, but maybe it isn't. Because I feel like now, because I've grown past it, I feel like it's dramatic. Mm. But I'm like, yeah, it took me that about myself and my relationship to really understand and see and just really stop comparing. And because I learned that, like you said, with your siblings, I'm able to be that outlet for my younger siblings, too. Yeah. Because the relationship I had with them while we were in the house is so different than now. Like, we have that sibling relationship, and it's not like me being a mother to them or like I don't know how to describe the relationship that we had before but now it's like you know when we go we vent we talk we play we chat we do things that we didn't normally do because there's no stress or looming not anxiety but just like negativity around the household or the situation or the idea that I had of our relationships I agree I, I feel like if I didn't have, like, if I didn't have the relationship that I had with my parents, like, I feel like I wouldn't have the skills that I have right now when it comes to, like, building that relationship with my siblings. Like, I feel like, like, my siblings now, like, 
because like I, I didn't have that kind of relationship with, with my older siblings like I was supposed to have two older siblings but I didn't um and because I went through that with my older siblings and I went through that with my parents like it really helped me to like like it, it, it I had to sit down and like think about like like what was I robbed of from my, my relationship that I could have had with my older siblings and I, that, that I could have had with my parents and like and how could I change that because like I feel like my siblings my older siblings felt like they were robbed of something and thereby they couldn't give it to me and I, I wanted to kind of change that like I, I didn't want to go down the same path as they were going down you know like I wanted yeah. to change the narrative like I was I, I resented my siblings because I was like yes like our relationship with our parents was terrible but like uh, you could change it like at, w- at one point when did you realize that like this was happening and like, why didn't you like want to change it and like why did you why did you continue to, like kind of keep that cycle like why didn't you change it and I didn't want to and I didn't want my, my, my younger siblings to ask that question to me like I wanted to because I was asking that myself like I wanted to make that change like I wanted to be that change so now like it's it's the best that it's ever been like and like it's all my relationships are the best that it's ever been because I wanted to make I made that choice you know and then also to like um break generational cycle generational cycles because like I know like it's just, you know I want to be like a mother you know and it, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that I'm like you know learning this stuff at a young age so when I do come to that I'm not traumatizing my kids or like yeah. you know passing down and not really understanding what I'm doing because I'm like I don't if I were to sit down and have this conversation with my parents they'd be like what <laughs> like of course like I did this I did that of course I love you but I'm like I don't want ever to have that conversation or that like misunderstanding yeah. yes so I'm like it takes you like you learning that about yourself because we they don't know what they're doing. I feel like you just I had to heal now, mm-hmm. not just for myself but like it's a lot for my future kids, for my future relationships because uh, I didn't want to pass that um on without knowing because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my parents didn't know. I didn't even know or understand mm-hmm. until you know a few months ago. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yeah, like I've I've always had a fear of like because like you know how like I, I don't know if your mom has ever said this, but like a lot of like bunch of people always are like like how you treat your mom is how you treat, your kids are gonna treat you. That always scared, that always scared me so much because I was like, oh my god, like like I don't have this kind of relationship with, that I that I have my parents with my kids. Like it scared me so much. Like now mm-hmm. like seeing how like my my dynamic with my parents and my siblings has completely shifted. Like now I'm like I'm I'm like more certain. Like my kids are not gonna hate me. Like I'm yeah. not gonna have this kind of relationship with them. It's gonna be better. It's gonna be so much like it's gonna be good because like I love my siblings. Like I love my parents. Like I love the relationship that I cultivated. I love that like everything has changed and like I love how the, like the, the, the direction that it's going because it makes me so hopeful for like my my future. Like I'm so excited to have kids now. Inshallah, <laughs> me too. Because because best that. believe I'm going to that breakfast with moms. I'm chaperoning <laughs> that filter. To me the too. Zoo. <laughs> me too. I'm so obsessed with my younger siblings. Like I'm gonna be so obsessed with my kids. Like I am yeah. so excited like i'm honestly so so excited too and i'm so grateful that it took this like honestly everything like every bit of growth that i've experienced in this past few months here mm-hmm. is all goes back to Alice Pinotella. like i didn't understand forgiving and so i learned how forgiving he was i didn't understand mercy and showing it to others until i understood how merciful he was or just like any of it because i'm like it gives perspective once i learned that and i'm like wow if these people like you know when i hear like learn of the sit and just like stories of islam i'm like if they were able to forgive why can't i forgive this little thing you know yeah yeah or i'm like some if they were given this much mercy like i need to show myself that same mercy too yeah. or just like wow i just like i'm just i just love god so much <laughs> i just talk about it all day it's just like so much that i learned i'm just like so so grateful that it took that because like just like not only my learning for like my own benefit but like i just start seeing things so much differently like positive yeah. life because like i used to be such a pessimist and i still kind of me end too. in a way me too girl. I feel like it's a defense mechanism mm-hmm. you know the whole bullying the whole african booty scratching 
I'm already on defense. I'm like, say it, say it. I already know what I'm about to say. But no, I'm just like, now I'm just like, just so aware. And it's just like, I, like, I catch myself when everything negative, I'm like, no, how? Like, that's not what it is. That's not what's going to happen. Yeah. Think this way. I'm just able to catch myself because before I would just indulge in it and just like yes. drive myself insane without even realizing. After like my 20th birthday, I was just like, I can't keep doing this. I had like no sense of self. I feel like I was playing a character, you know? I kept changing constantly, but not for growth. It's just like, I can't be this person anymore. Time to be the next person. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I started, like, you know, I just got the urge and Alhamdulillah, Allah guided me. Like, you know, I start, I got the urge to be more religious. And not only did I find myself, I found Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And through him, I'm continuing to find myself. And like through like understanding him, I'm starting to understand myself. Wow. And the more I understand myself, I start understanding the relationships I have and I start assessing things different, like letting things go, letting people go, understanding, like, you yeah. know, the role they play. And it's just oh so God. much to, like, just dive into. Yeah. <laughs> my girl, I went through so much in 2022. Like, I feel like, like, all those were just tests. Like, God just putting me on my knees, being like, you have to have faith. Because, like, I was holding on to things that, like, were no longer serving me, that, like, that was hurting me. Like, and I was just, like, taking it because I was, like, I feel like I can't get anything else. Like, it was... Yeah. Oh, 2022 was like a test, and like I feel like I did a good job of like passing because now I'm in so such a happier place. I'm like I'm, just, I'm in a, such a, a better place. Like wow, like and the, the, like just listening to your story, it's like girl, like I went through the same thing. Like girl, you and I yeah. were going through the same. <laughs> The bad. Wow. wow I mean, it's so crazy. And I'm just so grateful because I've, I feel like, um, you know, you get tested to, you know, elevate your ranks. And yeah. there's no growth without tests. Like, you're not going to walk out of a test the same person. Well, you will if you didn't learn anything. But if you do learn something like, you know, you've grown and then you, you take that growth and you take go to the next test and you were like more prepared for it because before when I was tested with things I, I was like stuck in this like victim mindset almost me too me too yeah and then once you escape that like you know whole victim mindset it's like you're yeah. just this whole new world and you're just like not accepting of the things that happen to you but you're like more understanding mm -hmm. and then you understand there's a lesson to learn from things and if you learn that lesson then great you know you keep going but if you're just stuck on the same thing you're going to keep learning that same lesson in different ways and it's going to hurt you more than it helps you so yeah and it, yeah. I, i'm just like really happy because like now i feel like i have more autonomy over my life like before i just feel like i wasn't in control like i feel like i was just reacting to my life like just like accepting things that like come my way like i just like i was just so in victim mentality very pessimistic like now i'm like so much more excited like <laughs> like the, the possibilities are endless but i had such an amazing time talking to you like i it was faded everything right now is faded and i'm so glad that i was able to talk to you like i i hope to have many more conversations with you because oh my god this was really amazing it was an amazing conversation so thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me thank you for allowing me to speak um my truth, because I feel like topics, I'm going to keep ranting for another hour, but I feel like topics <laughs> like this, they aren't taboo, but they're not really spoken about, so we don't really think about it, too, you know? Mm -hmm. And especially within, like, the Somali Bantu community or Bantu community, like, people don't talk about their relationship with their parents. I feel like, you know, people always, you know, like you said, keep it low-key, you know? They don't want to talk about certain things. Yeah, And then we push things aside that don't really, they aren't even that deep, you know, just talk about, maybe don't talk about it, like make a post on Facebook or, but you know what I'm saying? It's okay to have these conversations and understand because some people don't understand mental health or things they go through or depression, anxiety, or like any of those type of things. Mm -hmm. so they avoid conversations like this but when you hear it and you can reflect like i hope someone hears this and reflects on their relationship with their parents and maybe can you know mend it or whatever the situation was yeah. 
or maybe increase in faith and start finding their self like we did and see where that yeah. takes them you know letting go of things that don't serve them or just like re redefining mm-hmm. things that we place negative markers or whatever on but yeah I'm gonna leave it on that note thank you so much for having <laughs> no I agree you know, said like I feel like a lot of Bantu people like just kind of accept like the relationship that they have with their parents like, like even if it's hurting them just kind of accept it and like for me I'm, when it comes to my friends like I'm always just like like why it can always be better like you can always change it like you, you don't have to accept anything you know like when you like dig, dig deep and like you like find yourself like your life it starts changing like I, I hope when, when they do listen to this like they can like like have take more autonomy and like understand that like it doesn't have to be that way like, you know yeah thank you <laughs> thank you hala to hala have a, an amazing ramadan ramadan mabarak